0: you haven't heard before. I think they think we're going to war. I think they think we're going to war. We're going to war. I think they think we're going to war. We're going to war. We're going to war. We're going to war. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is Reservations, and I'm Rain Whalen.
1: And I'm. Seiko. To go with like the theme, not for like... It wasn't great. It wasn't. Great. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know, because there's, there's Groucho, there's, uh, there's Chico, there's Zeppo, and there's.
0: Oh my god, you literally said his name last week. Harpo.
1: Harpo, thanks oh my right, god right, that was the only one i remembered too
0: oh jesus well welcome back everyone it's um a theme. uh so so jeremy d- do you have any statements you'd like to redact nope no okay good. <laughs> uh nope i feel like there's something else i wanted to say I, I will not uh i feel like there's something else i wanted to say but i don't remember uh i don't remember cool um do, well, you know this isn't really that important, but I mean, I've been listening to a new band recently yeah. called Glass Jaw. Have you ever heard of them before? No. Or like post hardcore. They're I mean, I haven't made it through the album that was recommended to me,
1: but I say who recommended it? Did uh... oh no one? I was
0: just reading. Oh, okay. I was just reading about uh, a band I really like called Glass
1: Cloud.
0: Oh. Uh, really, really good band. No relation. I. I uh, no, I'm no sure. relation, but sure. well, no relation, but the guitarist went to go like work for them like play for them mm-hmm. so Interesting. I was like huh glass jaw what's this and it's not bad not too bad okay. you know, it's kind of like kind uh, of kind of kind of like brand new which which God, I love I brand new so much are <laughs> both big fans of brand new yeah Um. shout out to I know this is kind of a cop out but shout, shout out to science fiction dude uh, that's my favorite one it's a really
1: good last one I fucking
0: love science fiction it's great science it's cause fiction they, great. dude they went out on a bang
1: I know man I know they were like we're gonna end it but I know, Kill got to go uh, see them play after Science Fiction came out. Um, Did they say, like, all right, guys, this is our last show. Yeah, pretty much. Love <laughs> yeah. you, bye. Yeah, and that was it. Okay, thanks, bye. Yeah, that was it, yeah. And they just walk off uh, stage, like, you didn't even play a song. No, you didn't say anything. No, uh, but I was I was so jealous because yeah. Science Fiction hadn't come out yet when I saw them last, and so uh, nice. it, it, was, it was a bummer. The last one I think I went to was when they played The Devil and God are Raging Inside Me all the way through from start to finish
0: dude and seeing and that's another hang on everyone this that's another dope <laughs> album see like it's so funny that you and i would also not only you know of course bond over movies and you know having almost 10 year friendship but also like music I mean,
1: tastes it's more than that but that's well, fine still yeah. still that's
0: because i remember being at hot topic one time and
1: when it was scary
0: yeah, when it was still, yeah, when it was my, yeah. When <laughs> when my mother would walk by and be like, I don't ever want you going to that store.
1: Yeah, it was so scary.
0: I know. And then I lived there. Now it's all Gen defied. But anyway. It's terrible. Um, I remember, you remember when they used to have like music that they would sell? Like actual CDs that uh-huh. they would sell in Hot Topic? Well, I was standing there looking at all the CDs and the guy was like, yeah, man, are you looking for anything specific? And I was like, yeah, maybe something new. And he was like, bro. He was like, this just came out listen to it he was like just listen to the first track and tell me what you think and it was daisy oh daisy and daisy nice. had just come out and, and that I was first like, track i was like what the fuck is this yeah that
1: first track vices man that slaps it it gets your attention yeah for sure
0: yeah anyway right. anyway it just uh, i feel like i had to announce something of course. yeah but uh glass i mean if you like brand new check out Glassjaw. i might yeah. yeah, I'll show you a little bit when we're done. All right. Anyway, uh, okay, so to the movie. Um, right. So Jeremy, yeah, I was gonna wait till we got into it, but sure. why? Why did you pick this
1: movie? Good question. So
0: considering we probably both just finished it today. I,
1: I watched it yesterday. But, oh, okay. Uh,
0: I literally finished it
1: three hours ago. Okay, so I. I had always heard of the the Marx Brothers, um, mm-hmm. and as an aficionado of uh, lists, you know, I love when people say like, "Hey, top 100 movies right here, check it out." And I go, "Well, let's see what they think, right?" Mm-hmm. A lot of times, Duck Soup is on there, a lot of times. So I've been aware of this movie for, God, I don't know, over a decade, because uh, I remember when AFI. I think this is back in two thousand eight, so I guess longer than ten.
0: Around the time Daisy came out, Uh, Jesus Christ, 2007. thousand. Let's tie it all back together.
1: It's all connected, guys. Two thousand eight, they released a documentary series. I mean, it it had to be you know a few episodes long because they couldn't do it all at once. But they were going through from one hundred to one, right? Okay. The you know and talking heads and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right. Not the band, but the people that talk about the movie. And so they're going one by one, and then one of them was Duck Soup, right? Uh-huh. And um, the name is silly, but I, I was, you know, it didn't interest me at the time, but you know, whatever. And so it just it was there, right? right? And then you know I would see it while browsing movies and stores for years and years. And um, I think a few years ago I was learning a little bit more about the Marx Brothers. I had bought the uh, the collection that uh, you had bought for uh, for this episode. Um, and then I just sat on it. I didn't do anything with it. And then I was like, you know what? Good excuse. Let's break this thing open. Let's pop in a Marx Brothers movie because I've I've heard they're hilarious and I've heard it's you know. Yeah, you know, and
0: so we're talking about Duck Soup, everyone. Uh, in case you missed it last week, but you know, and you know, and I I've never seen a Marx Brothers film either. I mean, obviously, but I've always heard about how innovative they were in the realm of comedy mm-hmm. you know i know groucho is the most iconic of the marx brothers i agree with his grease paint mustache and
1: eyebrows eyebrow. and cigar. yeah yeah but uh and that's another thing because it is ingrained in the culture and so um even like old bugs bunny cartoons or um as as recent as family guy will mention groucho Right, didn't um, and do the bit with the cigar and the mustache and the eyebrows. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. uh, And didn't correct me if I'm wrong, because it's one of my favorite bits of this movie. But you know, Robin Williams and Aladdin didn't he? Didn't the genie become Groucho at one point? Yeah. I'm like 90% certain. He I'm did.
1: pretty sure he did because he also became Jack Peter, Nicholson and P- Peter Lorre. And know? Peter Lorre, you know how kids love Peter Lorre.
0: Yeah, uh, and <laughs> fucking Rodney Dangerfield. I know, so I
1: I guarantee, and I do remember vaguely the the mustache and eyebrows. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of I my, my so.
0: favorite bits of that whole movie is that Robin was just doing different impressions. Like, <laughs> how would that work in turn of the century
1: or in a right exa- yeah. or in a kids movie? Exactly. Day. Anyway, regardless.
0: Okay, so duck soup. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there is a plot to this movie, but I mean, if you want to just loose, you just want to summarize it real quick for the audience. Um, (laughs) Sure. I don't know if I can. Sure.
1: Uh, uh, Groucho uh, plays Rufus T. Firefly. Um, Shout out to our Devil's Rejects episode. Is that every uh, every character in that family is named after a Groucho character? Uh, in a movie. So oh my fucking god. The matriarch is Madame Firefly, by the way.
0: Well yeah, yeah. Because yeah, um, right, I knew they were the Firefly. Is that how Rob Zombie came up with that?
1: Yeah, every and they even talk about it in um in Dull's Rejects that all of them are named after uh Groucho uh characters, yeah. I know. Anyway. Jesus. So anyway, Rubesti Firefly is appointed by the, the some lady. I don't know. This uh, rich lady. Yeah, yeah, some rich lady in Fredonia to run the country, right? Of course it's a fictional place. Um she is also being courted by the leader of the neighboring country of Sylvania. Sylvania. And I think at one point it was uh amnesia was one of the was a name oh for the Yeah. I not know. Anyway Um, And so to keep them from going bankrupt or going to war, they appoint Rufus D. Firefly and he's trying to keep the country afloat. However, he uh, keeps getting in confrontations with the leader of uh, Sylvania Sylvania. and uh, they end up going to war anyway. (laughs) And it's the the film is sort of an indictment on, you know... uh, politics and... Sort of, right? Yeah, because it's 1933. In the people who make these life-changing decisions, right? In a way, right? You Uh could read it that way. I don't know if that was their intention at the very beginning. I don't... I've read that uh, Groucho was quoted as saying, we were just four Jews trying to get a laugh. You know? (laughs) Like, we're not trying to say anything special, you know? Uh, I mean...
0: I meant to look it up, but everywhere I kind of found was it was just listed as a dark comedy. Sure. A dark musical dark comedy. <laughs> and musical is a loose. There's just three songs. Yeah, two or three songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so. yeah.
1: Um and that's the plot, by the way. Um yeah. the movie ends so abruptly, also we'll get to that. Um but okay. Let's, let's
0: how can we stretch this into an hour?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, because the the movie is only an hour, right? And so that's sort of like, that's going to be the difficult part. This might be a short one. But I, well, let's talk about the things I loved about it. Right? Okay. Uh, the things I loved about it are the rapid fire dialogue. Uh, uh, obsessed. Uh,
0: right? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something that I read about Groucho is that he was known, like he is, you know, become this this comedy legend of, you know, wit and just quick yep. quips and you know and yeah you know and i always thought it was a you know a joke of people reflecting back on that time in history always being will be like you know talking really fast mm-hmm. and like tell you what sonny yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm like oh my god it's real it's real yeah yeah because yeah, yeah as soon as Gretcho <laughs> opens his mouth dude it's it's nonsense. i
1: know it's crazy it's really fast right um i really well so all right so the rapid dialogue love it right, right. I love how and from what I am told it is like this in their other films is that Groucho is is sort of the he's the fast talking quick-witted you know smart ass mm-hmm. he's that right right uh Chico is sort of like the the tough guy, but he's sort of a buffoon. He's sort of whatever, right? Right. It's Harpo that's the most interesting because he's a cartoon, right? Yeah. Uh, he is literally uh, an absurdist comic because you know he's pulling things out of his pocket that shouldn't fit, right? And he's you know he's nonverbal and he's cutting everything and he's right uh, that bit where he goes, uh, "Do you have his record?" and he hands him a, a vinyl, right? <laughs> And then he, when, he, when the guy throws it, he grabs a gun and shoots it, right? And then <laughs> Chico gets the, a cigar out of the box and goes, and the kid gets a cigar. Good job, right? Yeah. It's that kind of shit that I love about Harpo specifically because he's a different style than the rest, right? It's almost like if this were animated, he would be a different style than everybody he would else.
0: Almost be Daffy Duck.
1: Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And then there's Zeppo. <laughs> Yeah, Zeppo's there. Um, <laughs> for the last time, Zeppo does not appear in any other uh, well, Marx and, Brothers films. And I this. read
0: that these were the first films they did with Paramount, mm-hmm. and then they left and did films with other companies.
1: Yes. Uh, Night at the Opera, I think, is Warner Brothers. Uh, and, you know, so, yeah, they, they were not.
0: Here's a, hang on. Here's a question, though. Sure. If the movie was done by Paramount, why isn't when I popped in my Blu-ray, it had the Universal logo at the beginning? I think
1: of? they have the distributing rights. Yeah. Because it still said Paramount when he popped it in. Er, right, right, right. right.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was just like, what?
1: I know. It's like, confusing. It's but
0: it's Paramount.
1: I know. It's confusing. But um, especially with the the older films, mm-hmm. distributing rights get bought up by other companies. Mm-hmm. No matter who made it the first time. Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. So that's what I love about, you know, the, the four. Well, the three and then Zeppo. Zeppo's
0: just there. Zeppo's so boring, but I think he I think he's supposed to be the straight. Man. Yes,
1: and he is. And that's an important part, right? Yeah. Without without Zeppo, I mean not necessarily in this film, but I assume in others, right? It 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 highlights the ridiculousness of everybody else, right? It's like,
0: almost like the, Without a straight man, it's just the Three
1: Stooges. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. With Without Michael Bluth, it's chaos in Arrested Development, right? Yeah. You need the straight man. He may be boring, in a sense, but he is integral to, to the importance and the flow and the balance of the dynamics, right? Right. So that's why Zebo's important, but who cares? He's barely in this movie anyway. Yeah. Um... Also, I don't even think he's the youngest, but he looks like he's the youngest, right? Uh, Zeppo. Anyway. I know
0: Chico and Harpo are older, at least older than Groucho. They are.
1: Maybe Zeppo is younger. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So, all right. Um, Dialogue is great. The the running gags, especially of the sidecar and the
0: motorcycle. That shit was funny. Yeah, Yeah, the motorcycle got me. Yeah. Um because when he does it the first time, it's just like, oh, that's that's funny. That's funny but then when it happens the second time <laughs> and he's like, I've been on five trips and never went anywhere. Yeah. And then then he switches it up and gets on the motorcycle and the cart takes off and he's like, It's the only way to
1: travel. It's so funny, man. I'm yeah. telling you. I laughed out loud so many times in this film.
0: There's a lot of things that really got me. Uh some things I was like, ooh, definitely of the times.
1: Yeah, and there's, uh, there's a couple of things, a couple of quick witticisms of Groucho that I think would have made more sense if I were 90 years old. Because <laughs> because the the vocabulary, the vernacular, the cadence, we don't yeah. do that anymore. And so a lot of what he's saying, um, there, well, the Armstrong bit is sort of like, yikes.
0: Oh, right? that was the one. I was like, oh, my
1: God. Yeah, that one was... Wow, but
0: well, yeah, because you didn't need any uh, <laughs> translating for that. <laughs> no. It was very, yeah,
1: I know. But there's some other things that he said that I don't remember because it didn't register, right? Right. Um, it was it was a joke. It was a reference. It was something of the time that I don't understand. Right. Right. And I mean that's sort of the that's sort of the hand you're dealt when you're, you know, watching a movie this old.
0: Yeah, when you're watching a movie that was. Uh, you know, 60 years old by the time we were born. Right. Yeah.
1: That it's, you know, uh, you, you get it. Yeah. So, um, fuck. What was I saying? <laughs> you bastard. Uh, okay,
0: okay, hang on. Uh, you, you were talking about... Oh, generally laughing out loud. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. the I think eventually some of the stuff with Chico and Harpo with the lemonade guy was making me laugh. But I think it was a little too much. Which is crazy because this movie's an hour long. But uh, I will say that it did feel like it kind of slowed the pacing down a little, a little bit. bit. Because it's just a meanwhile,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. meanwhile, yeah. Right. The, the two spies that were And of course hired. it
1: pays off though because when when Harpo's in his Paul Revere get up, and oh, that
0: made me laugh so hard when the curtain pulls back and they're all in like yeah. revolutionary garb <laughs> yeah. I was like that's fucking funny and then the whole like one by land two by sea and they lied all three I've been double crossed they're coming by land and sea that's, that I was like that's fucking
1: good it's really good right yeah. and w- when he goes in and um, <laughs> it goes in that woman's house and thank god she's into it because at first I was like uh oh wh- what what <laughs> Hold on, buddy. Consent has not been given. But uh, anyway, she's into it. Yeah, she's... (laughs) It turns out it's the wife of the lemonade guy. Oh. Oh, It's so good. Oh, and
0: I immediately called up, like, he's (laughs) hiding in the tub. It's so good, right? Yeah. Oh, shit. And he Uh, just slowly kind of comes up and then books it.
1: I think one of the main takeaways from this film that has really lasted the test of time... Uh, is, I think, one of the coolest scenes in the film, and that's the mirror scene.
0: Yeah. yeah um, it's, so I'm going to be honest, because uh, I, I did want to talk about the mirror scene. Yeah. That's one of my favorite bits in old, like, you know, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, like old, yeah you know, 40s and 50s cartoons. That's one of my favorite bits. Yeah. Um, especially, granted, this one is done the way it's supposed to be done, but especially when, like, it's you can tell it's a different person yeah like uh, the only reason why I know this is because we have boomerang playing on the TV at work a lot so like there's one with a Tom and Jerry where Tom does it with an orange cat that's fine and the orange cat is clearly not trying to <laughs> yeah. not be anyone but himself yeah but they're still mimicking each other's movements and that's it, funny it's still one of my favorite bits
1: it's so so funny and it was a bit when they were you know doing stage stuff in vaudeville and stuff and so they would yeah. do this right um and it was the director's idea to put it in this film, mm-hmm. and it is so remarkable what a mustache and eyebrows can do because they look exactly the same. Like it took me yeah. a minute to be like, okay, now is this Harpo or is that Groucho? Well, right? and they
0: and they do it in a wide shot, so it's hard to really
1: yeah, yeah pinpoint who's who. Of course, and of course the the costumes with the the nightgown and, and the, the cap, cap yeah, yeah. Uh, genius. Um, It's brilliant right and it only took them two hours to shoot it really um which means i mean they had it down to a science these guys have been doing it for years and years and years right Mm -hmm. and so it would make sense that it wouldn't take very long for them to just get back in the rhythm and do it again
0: and i like how i laughed how really loud when they switch places it's like okay at this point you know it's not i know right but they but (laughs) but groucho keeps trying to test him like "Uh, hang on
1: yeah when you think it's going to be over it lasted longer than i was expecting and there was a there was a point where he sort of just dipped his glasses down and then looked around the corner and Mm. that that made me laugh i mean again stuff in this stuff is so classic and and so pure in comedy that that's why it's still so funny, right?
0: Yeah, you know, and we and and you know, it's funny that you've said that because you know we were as we're talking about off mic. Um, when the movie was released, it wasn't that well received compared to their other films, other stuff, yeah. Prior to this, but it's only been, I mean, not like recently, recently, but people have now kind of recognized and and said how it's their masterpiece right which again i don't have a lot to draw on
1: right i don't either eventually i'll see the other ones yeah but
0: i I definitely uh
1: i think there were four yeah there's
0: four there's five in the set okay so four before this yeah yeah um but yeah man it and i just love i just love groucho's wit like every and and a lot of stuff he says is kind of nonsensical yeah um which i also love you know uh like when we first when he first starts talking to people, he like uh, the the rich lady. Um, one of my favorite things he says to her is the whole like, "Come on, like come on, let's get married." Oh, because she says that her husband died. And he's like, "Well, let's get married." Did he leave you any money? Answer the second one first.
1: Right, exactly. I yeah, was yeah. like,
0: <laughs> <that's so funny. laughs> And it was before Ashley started working on her computer, so she heard that. I was like, "Tell me you heard that." She was like, "Yeah, that was pretty good."
1: It's really good.
0: Yeah, it's really okay. good. Uh, but I love the whole because his secretary, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I need you to send a letter to my dentist uh, with a check of five hundred dollars, yours truly." And but I can't send it without check. You send a five hundred dollar check, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That was getting me more than the plot, you know. And it. And, and yeah, Again, the
1: plot is loose. I think that even they've. From what I've read They were like Yeah the plot wasn't Super important <laughs> You know Yeah we're, we're trying for laughs We're trying to You know uh, To make a comedy We're not really trying To do anything else Which is why Not to segue um, But I think the reason Why people think This is a masterpiece Is sort of Maybe misguided okay. Because they They see it as An indictment on politics An indictment on war mm, a okay. A political satire Where satire is there I'm not sure If if those were the original intentions. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah like, let's take um, Let's take The Great Dictator, for example. Okay. Um, God, wonderful. Yeah, awesome. Another another great classic that still holds up today. Of course. Um, Charlie Chaplin. You know, we kind of, we briefly touched on it in our Chaplin episode, but, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted to make this film a satire. It's going to be The Tramp's final film, uh, but to hold up as satire is holding up a mirror and saying, "Hey, look, this is what's wrong." Yeah. Um, that movie was made with the intention of being a satire, right? Like showing how pretty much dumb Hitler was, and and how dumb the war was, and you know. Right, right, right. right. I don't. I didn't get a lot of that. In I this. didn't either, and um, I was looking
1: for it because I had heard this was this, a political satire. This would have been around. 1933. Yeah. Oh, I don't know history. you are gonna have to do this one.
0: Oh, hopefully, future annual will
1: correct. It's me. an in betweener. Okay, uh, it's in between world wars. I don't know if there was any sort of uh, political unrest at the time. It's gotta be. Ugh, fuck, dude. And I'm really good at history. Oh, it's during the Great Depression, number one. But um,
0: yeah, so it would have duh, been. It would have been duh. before World War II. Though.
1: Yes, it is almost before almost like right before. Well, World War Two kicked off in thirty nine, so it's uh, yeah, yeah. So that I, that much I knew. Okay, I just knew that there we I I wasn't sure if there were any wars going on at the time. No,
0: no, no. So then, then yeah, I don't. Then that would make sense,
1: right? I think the money stuff, like with the treasury and with the we owe them twenty million, whatever, how many it was nine million dollars.
0: It was twenty million. Twenty million. Because then he was like, uh, then 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 spot me twenty. I'll give you a personal note in ninety days, you could keep the note,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's I think that drives a little more home at the time because of the great Depression, right because right, 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 of right. the economic status of right. America, right Anything else I don't know, anything yeah. else I'm not sure because to me, I'm not really seeing too much of a of a glaring criticism of anybody or anything except right. for um the uh the italian president do they have presidents it doesn't matter whoever's running italy at the time banned the film because he thought they were making fun of him um really which is odd right so somebody saw something right and i think maybe i'm not saying that there isn't any validity to the fact that this is a political satire masterpiece I don't think so but that doesn't mean that it isn't it just no. you know means I'm too dumb to realize it or I just don't know enough about the history at the time right
0: yeah cause I mean like I said I, I'm pretty good when it comes to certain kinds of history and I'm not remembering right cause, yeah this would be around the great depression right. so you know people are hurting for money yeah so that would make sense but even then even then, you
1: know, the whole treasury stuff is it, its over. Like, I know. We're done. We're <laughs> I, done with yeah. it. It was so important in the beginning and then it's sort of gone. Right. Yeah, Again, it, because the plot doesn't matter. Right. I wonder if
0: maybe... I wonder if maybe it, it was more of like... Because if, if World War II is in thirty nine. that must have meant that, you know, Hitler was active. Yeah, because he was active, you know.
1: Yeah. Gaining followers. I don't know, man. Listen... Here's what I think the main point of the film is. Okay. We're going to put these four guys who aren't going to change their accents. They're not going to change the way they dress. They're not going to change anything about themselves. We're going to put them in this situation and comedy ensues, right? Yeah. Which is... Uh, 60 years later, um, Spielberg would take this approach with the Animaniacs and anytime the animaniacs were mm. in a in a short where they were in like 19 uh hamburg or whatever they mm. wouldn't they would be the animaniacs they would just be there right well you and know, react and it's funny you say that because groucho
0: and uh oh fuck um jesus Yakko Yeah are almost identical. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's a lot of similarities between them. Yeah, uh, i I'm sorry, I, think, I was like... Was like that's okay, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: He's like, he, I'm like, he's not Wacko because Wacko's the one with the red hat and obviously he's not Dot. It's like, so which <laughs> one is it?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think it's that, you know, I from what I understand, the other films work this way too. They're not... They're just the Marx Brothers being put in the situations. Yes, their names are changed, but that's pretty much it, right? Okay. Yes, they have a backstory in this... You know what I mean? They're not no. showing up as the Marx brothers. They're showing up as their character that they need to be for the plot to make sense. But
0: is it is it kind of like the same thing again with Charlie Chaplin, you know, with the tramp being dropped sort into this situation? Yeah,
1: sort of. I think that's more of a um yeah, let's put the tramp in this situation where in the Tramps case it was all pretty much contemporary time. Right? Right. right, right. Where this... I don't know. Maybe. um, (laughs) It seems the time is not an issue. Because it's it's like... Time period doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, because they have motorcycles. But then everyone's in like like 1800s villages.
1: I know. know? It looks so weird, right? Yeah. And of course, the bit that made me laugh so much... I mean, a ton of them. But (laughs) during the war part, the battle, anytime we see Groucho after we cut back to Groucho in a scene, he's wearing a different (laughs) costume.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like he's wearing like, all the
1: way back to Davy Crockett. He's wearing a Davy Crockett. Yeah. Like
0: he wears like a Teddy Roosevelt-esque, like (laughs) military tire. Like
1: a Napoleon type thing. And and then like
0: like he, he, like a civil war hat. And then like, (laughs) my favorite one is when like, uh, the rich lady calls him and he's in his underwear. He's like, Oh, you can come over here. It's perfectly safe. You (laughs) know? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, and then, like, uh, you know, you tried to replicate a bit like that when we did our short Worst Week of My Life with the whole cups.
1: Yes, with the mugs.
0: And and I guess it was my fault because even though I knew that was the bit, I was like, why did you get it different? Oh, I just didn't like any of those shots. I understand. So I I just happened to choose the ones where you have the same cup every single time. Damn it. (laughs) Yeah, but, oh, well. Had I, had I liked those shots.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: So this also proves I could never be an editor. We
1: could have won uh, an, Academy, a, an award. Academy Award if you had kept those shots.
0: <laughs> there would have been like, these guys, man. Ah, the, man. The Marx Brothers would have been proud. I know. Did you see that mug bit? Holy shit. Uh, yeah, but this proves I could never be an editor. <laughs> I mean, this I can edit really well, but like, yeah, no, I, I could, sitting there and editing a whole film and story together, yeah. It sounds hard. I don't. I think I'd fuck it up, as I kind of did. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, and and just kind of like our office space episode. Shout out to our office space episode. Definitely. Uh, this movie is a lot of bits. You know, like the mirror bit, of course. Uh, my favorite is the identity bit, where Chico dresses up. Yes. Like Groucho. Because they lock him in the bathroom, and then because they're trying to get the war plans from. Gloria, I think that's the rich lady,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then Harpo dresses up, not knowing that Chico's done it, <laughs> and then they both end up in a room and they're having to like hide under the bed. It's and, awesome. Like, yeah, get out really quickly. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and they
1: truly are brothers because they look exactly the same.
0: Um, but I really, I but one of my favorite bits is the whole like, don't make a sound. They can't know you're here. Yes, and Harpo keeps making sounds. the The first time purely intentional like when he's playing the piano playing plucking the strings in the piano uh but then when he goes to the safe and he thinks it's the safe but it's the radio The radio that uh, that made me laugh so (laughs) hard because he's so confident he's like okay and then the radio starts playing and he's like and throws it out the window that doesn't do anything and it's still playing and see and that's that's another one of my favorite bits from like old cartoons is when like the sound won't stop yeah yeah. um yeah man this is essentially like a a a live action cartoon yeah yeah and uh yeah uh (laughs) but yeah man all all the bits were really good uh of course another one that we were kind of talking about off mic was the the pot or the the yeah, the pot, It's like
1: a yeah, pitcher or pitcher, something, and he gets go, yeah. stuck on his head. And yeah, it,
0: because he asks for water, and they bring him, again, a comically large yeah. pitcher of water that gets stuck on his head, and so Harpo's and, character, without missing a beat, draws his face.
1: Instead of trying to get it off, he just drew his face on it. It's so funny, man. And
0: then he sticks a little piece of dynamite up there to blow it off. Yeah. And I love just when it comes off, and he's like, did I have any mail while I was gone?
1: <laughs> I know man I'm telling you the, these bits are classic and these guys you know it, it'll it last forever essentially
0: oh, oh absolutely it's lasted
1: this long anyway
0: absolutely man and I mean and clearly you know Hollywood was so enamored with the Marx Brothers that well especially Groucho because you know he kept acting well into the 60s mm-hmm. uh, before he finally retired and, and then passed away in the 70s yeah so you know Hollywood
1: Harpo had a show Uh, for a while, yeah. Uh, It was just called Harpo Marx. He recreated the mirror bit with Lucille Ball on the show. Really? Yeah. That's
0: funny. Yeah. Um, This is before or after Lucille Ball went crazy.
1: Good question. Probably before.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When she thought she was getting the radio in her head. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, that was before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, man, it, it, you know, so the reason why I wanted to start the show with asking you why this is because the whole time I was watching it I was like even though this is funny why did he pick this yeah especially with following such a serious movie as Beautiful Boy I mean
1: that's kind of why but you know I mean what it, true. you know a good balance I didn't want it to be the same thing over and over I again.
0: mean I mean I've done the same thing to you you know like yeah just did Requiem and then. Did uh, Truman Show right after that? Yeah, I, I was mean, like, "Fuck, I need a laugh." <laughs> Even though that movie, that movie set gets but... kind of down too. Oh shit, I got something in my eye now. Nah. But um, but yeah, but you know, it's but at the same time, it's one of those old classics that you kind of walk away from like, you know, I'm glad I finally saw that. Yeah, you know, because it it, it does sort of as I mean, you and I, I don't know how everyone else feels. Getting a window into old Hollywood, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, yeah, like there's books and documentaries out there about how Hollywood was, but I feel like really in order to understand it, you have to see Mm -hmm. a film from that time period. And I haven't seen many films, you know, I think the oldest film that I've seen is shout out to our Metropolis episode. Yeah. I think that's the old. No, that's a lie. Is that a lie? Oldest film I've seen is A trip to the
1: Moon. Oh, yeah, that's 1902.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've never seen any, like, real old Hollywood. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Sunset Boulevard is still sort of old Hollywood. Technically.
1: Well, it's... It's it's,
0: it's old Hollywood that has, through the lens of new Hollywood, yeah. essentially.
1: Did we do an episode on that? Yeah, we did. Okay, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, because
0: you were really excited, because that was right after our No Country for Old Men.
1: That's right. and Because uh, we, we
0: had to crank that one out really quickly yeah, and then great. we did Sunset that's Boulevard. That's right, Sunset Boulevard. Um... But, you know, and that movie even was looking back at old Hollywood. Looking
1: back, exactly. It was a retrospective in a way. Yeah. In this sort of...
0: Um, Shout out to Sunset Boulevard, man. For sure. If that movie's ever remade, I will give up on on movies. (laughs) I will never see another movie (laughs) if that movie's ever remade. Jesus. The movie's perfect. I know. But anyway. But yeah, you know, and so seeing a film from 1933 now, you know, I saw, like, again, like what I was saying about you know, hearing the fast-paced talking. Mm-hmm. Like, I always just thought it was a comedic bit, you know, that you've seen on Saturday Night Live. And, right. You know, 90s cartoons, trying to make fun of that, you know. But actually, hearing someone actually talk like that, and of course, it's only Groucho
1: Pretty much, like that. I mean, a lot of them can, can talk pretty quickly, but Groucho's doing it. Yeah,
0: but it was like, I was like, holy shit, that's real. Like, yeah. oh my God. But,
1: you know, it, but I didn't hate it. No. It was f- it's fucking hilarious. Great. It's great. Yeah. Um I again, which is why I think when people say this is a political satire through and through, I say okay, maybe. Maybe, right? yeah. maybe. Maybe. But let's take a look at the ending, okay? Yes. Um no. I don't believe you because the way it ends, it goes, okay, jokes are over, movie's over. Right. Yeah. Because the, it ends so abruptly with them, you know, throwing food at at that guy. At the yeah, because right. he's at like, I surrender,
0: film. I surrender, and like, oh well, you have to wait till the fruits run out.
1: Right. And then uh, Gloria is you know, Ferdonia wins. Right. And then she starts Victory. singing the
0: the anthem, and they're like, Ugh. and they start throwing it at her. Right. And then it's over.
1: And then the movie's over. Yeah. Right. So. Yes, maybe, right, Maybe yeah. there is that maybe it's like these buffoons just started a war and
0: somehow ended it
1: it's yeah, or yeah. what and, and you know, sure, maybe that's a an indictment on you know war and the people that create these policies and create the decisions that you know send people to war whatever
0: yeah
1: if it is, it is the least heavy handed I've ever seen. <laughs> You know what I mean? For sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about satires on on the podcast before, you know. Shout out to Blazing Saddles. Yeah. You know, even um,
1: Sunset Boulevard is considered a satire.
0: Really? Yeah. Of old Hollywood. Uh, that makes sense. Under
1: the under the blanket of noir. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, it, it, and most satire can be very heavy-handed. Blazing, I mean, the the satire of Blazing Saddles is racism is bad. Yeah, <laughs> um, it can't. That movie can be I've heavy heard. handed, but Mel did it in a way where it's not. Sh- the movie we were talking about off camera or off mm-hmm. mic uh, that you just watched from Spike Lee.
1: I did. I watched Bamboozled by the um, way uh, last night af- it, after this movie. I it, watched it,
0: Bamboozled. Uh, I, I read a review after you told me it came in. I read a review that said that it's satire is very heavy. handed. It is. Um, yeah. So if this is a satire, it's
1: good job because it's like 1%. I it.
0: It's like 1% of the movie.
1: Yeah. Good job. I, I would say it.
0: the other 99 is just pure slapstick, which
1: is what I think. Let's say their intention was to make a political satire. This is the way they would have done it anyway, because they care about the comedy more. Yeah. I don't, you know, from what I've read, they're just like, dude, we're just, we're doing jokes, man. I don't know what you want from These me. are just jokes. Yeah, I'm just doing, I'm just doing bits up here. I don't.
0: Yeah. Well, especially, you know. you know, their history in theater and vaudeville. Yeah. Of course they would care more about the performance and the laughs. Of course. More than the message. Yes. Um, I agree with and that. And of course this is, this is, this is, this is right around the time I would say that people started being like, well, we need to care about the message. Like, if we're trying to get a message across, yeah. we need to start caring about it. But, I mean, but then again, you know, I'm gonna go back to Blazing Saddles. Yes, Mel was making a point of, hey, racism's bad.
1: Yeah.
0: But that movie's fucking hilarious. I know. Um, yeah. And Mel, also a comedic writer, wanted the comedy to shine through. And, of course. Uh, but,
1: again... In this one, it's, if there is a message, it's comedy first, message second, yeah. right? The message yeah. is barely there. For sure. If yeah. anything. If there at all, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I I gathered the opinion <laughs> that there couldn't, there might not be a message from... Woody Allen. Uh, Woody Allen, oh. uh, I know, it's unfortunate, but Woody Allen says it's a phenomenal film, but I don't agree that it's a political satire, right? And I go, oh, that's interesting, let me look at it that way. And then I did, and I go, he's probably right. That monster is that probably right. That son of a right. bitch,
0: you know? That douchebag is yeah. probably right. Probably right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to agree with Woody I Allen. I don't either, but... Either, but he's probably right.
1: Listen, if I'm going to agree with him on anything, it's just going to be this. (laughs) Alright? Yeah. Anything else, I disagree with with Woody Allen. But uh, with this, he's he's on it.
0: Sidebar, I've never seen a Woody Allen film. I haven't seen
1: any of them. Fun fact, this is an aside. Um, I grew up... In a household that hated Woody Allen. So uh, neither did so, I.
0: So you were, it was ingrained for you to already... Pretty
1: much. And it wasn't even... It was before all of that, right? <laughs> my parents just thought he was dumb and pretentious, right? They, they, they now, hated his movies because they're terrible.
0: And now you watch pretentious movies.
1: I know, right? <laughs> but the only one I know my dad has seen that he liked was Midnight in Paris. And that's See, the only one I've seen.
0: I've heard Midnight in Paris is awesome. It is good. Um,
1: this I'm so sorry this is not anyway, anyway.
0: but um, <laughs> but yeah no he's probably right there probably there's probably no message it's prob- I'd like to
1: think there's no message I mean I don't know why I, th- I liked it because normally I think the opposite but I, I, I for I, me I like thinking that they're just making a silly comedy right yeah with I, with laughs you know X amount of laughs a minute that's what we care about yeah. you know
0: yeah, I,
1: I I would agree to that. Too. And I don't think that that means it needs to be taken off any sort of list. No, not I, I at all. think that it still needs to stay. Oh, you for, know, sure, for sure. Because if nothing else, it's funny as fuck, man. You got to you gotta see it. I don't know where you can see it, but you got to see it, you know?
0: Yeah. I. If you're a
1: streaming person, I have no idea where it's
0: I, at. I, I'm going to be honest. I looked into that because I was like, I kind of don't want to buy this. I'd rather uh, just stream it, but I was like, fuck it. Well, I couldn't find it, so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to have to. Yeah, maybe you can I, I the it. Phys- so. I'd rather physically own it than own it digitally. Right, that's right. Um, yeah. Which is funny, because you asked Rain that 10 years ago, he'd rather have it digitally than physically. Oh, boy. Now I'd rather have it physically. Anyway. Um, ah, you've changed. I know. Uh, same with, with music now. Right? Yeah. Uh, I always wanted the CD. I would never buy music off iTunes. I'd yeah. always rip it into iTunes. Oh, right. I haven't bought a seat. Well, no, I buy vinyl. Right, right. but it's all Apple Music.
1: Now, no, it's so. all Apple Music, man. But, <laughs> but
0: anyway, um, well, man, I mean, I, this I think episode, we've
1: exhausted.
0: I think we have. Uh, I mean, we probably be right under an hour, so it's all good. It's not so bad. Uh, So are you ready to wrap
1: up, wrap up, wrap up? I am. Guys, I think that uh, Harpo, Chico, Zeppo, and Groucho, I think they're hilarious. Well, Zeppo not so much, but I think that, you know, they've stood the test of time. They've done it. For sure. They've they've succeeded.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, if anything, you know, you've probably seen Groucho in
1: some reference. Emulated in some way, shape, or form. One of... All right, my favorite, one of my favorite uh, non Groucho Groucho bits uh-huh. is it's in Family Guy. Hold on, it's in Family Guy. Um, Carter is in the hospital, and, and uh, or maybe he's like having a heart attack, and they need to take him to the hospital. Either way, he uh, they're like, all right, we gotta we gotta take him off. We gotta go, and then he goes, wait wait wait, before I do that, look. I turned him into Groucho Marx, and then he, he had drew a mustache and eyebrows on him.
0: And, what Peter
1: did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and oh, that's then awesome. uh, uh, Carter's wife goes, "That's hilarious." <laughs> 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 and, so I, anytime I think something's really funny, I go, "That's hilarious." <laughs> it's too funny. So anyway, that's one of my favorite Groucho non-Groucho bits. But yeah. and of course the the whole bit where. I don't know what movie it's in. Uh, but he goes, I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How I got in my pajamas, I'll never know. <laughs> you know, and he's got his cigar. and yeah. I've heard that a million times.
0: Uh, there's, I know there's somewhere where... I think I know. I think it was Master Disguise with Dana Carver.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm... certain It was Master of
1: Disguise Wow Hey guys You've ever seen Master of Disguise
0: That's a 0% On (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes
1: (laughs) Rotten Tomatoes is trash But I do agree That it's not fantastic But when I was a kid It was the shit Oh For
0: sure Yeah Uh, (laughs) So Jeremy (laughs) Are you ready to uh, Find out what we're Talking about next week I am I'm excited Because you You didn't want to know Any spoilers No no spoilers Which which, like I said uh, A couple weeks ago That if we do the You know Pick a number, it loses its fun. It does. It does lose its fun. So next week, um, it's been a while since we have talked about our good friend, Charlie Kaufman. Okay. Nice. Uh, Next week, we're talking about Adaptation. Ooh, that's fun. Um, All I know about this movie is Nick Cage plays Charlie Kaufman and Charlie's twin. Yeah. So Nick is playing a double role, Mm -hmm. which... I mean, double the cage in one movie. It's perfect.
1: Recommendation for you. Okay. Watch Being John Malkovich first. It takes place during the filming of Being John Malkovich. Oh. So I think you'd get a lot more out of it if you see that first. And that goes for you guys at home also. Uh, well, if John you guys are going to watch adaptation, watch Being John Malkovich first. Is Being John Malkovich not Hastings?
0: The Criterion? I don't know. I don't think it is. Damn it. Because I want to say I was up there last weekend when I got my Thundercat vinyl. And I was looking at the criterion to see. Oh, yeah, when I got licorice pizza, I didn't see it.
1: Oh, damn fuck. it. I'm going to have to order Fuck. It.
0: Oh, well, it's not a big deal. Who cares?
1: Um, I love Charlie Coffin, and I love adaptation.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, he only wrote the script, correct? He didn't direct it.
1: Spike Jones did?
0: No, Sp- no. I know Spike did.
1: No, because Spike Jones did. did big uh, Tom Akovich. I'll tell you right now.
0: Uh, While well, he looks that up, yeah, so I, yeah, man, you know, it's my turn to pick a Charlie Kaufman movie. Uh, you've picked the last three. Um, it is Spike Jonze. So Spike did both back to back? Yeah. Damn, son, Spike, my guy. I mean, then again, he did also produce a shit ton of jackass at the same time he was, you know.
1: Yeah, this uh, this movie's fucking great. So that's
0: what I've heard. Now, is it is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it both? Is it?
1: It's both. Yeah. Um, it really is just a story of because I because I know the point
0: of the movie, and then we'll close everyone. Hang on. We need to stretch this. <laughs> <laughs> I know the point of the movie is Charlie is trying to adapt uh, this book. Yes.
1: And that is sh- unadaptable.
0: And he's struggling, so instead he writes a script of him adapting the book. It's and, very meta. And yeah. then creates this twin character to help with the neuroses and, and things like that.
1: Kind of. It's also, you know, like just instead of Nick Cage talking to no one or having, uh, having narration, he's just talking to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now that's that. Hold on, I'm sneeze. Don't do it. <sighs> oh, shit. I hate sneezing. Um, it's, it's more of just the, the horrors of the creative process. No. it's okay. the struggles the anxieties and the pressure of the creative process and uh, the pressure uh, you put on yourself of, of a too.
0: screenwriter trying to yeah yeah well and again you know as we've talked about in charlie's other three films uh shout out to i'm thinking of ending things yeah still trying to get ashley to watch it but she keeps like she ah. don't like the
1: book if she don't like the book she's not gonna like the movie i've like,
0: assured her she'll love the movie really okay because as i stressed hey, H sh- Everyone, go listen to that episode, by the way. I'll link it. Listen to my wife's episode where I was on talking about it, thinking of things. I told her that the surrealism in the book makes more sense
1: in the movie. Yeah. But anyway. Again, you need both.
0: Yeah. But I can't uh,
1: stress that enough, guys. You know,
0: anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait, man. Yeah. Uh, so, adaptation next week, man.
1: Adaptation, that's exciting. Yeah.
0: So, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this well since we've done an episode probably this short I would would say probably after I edit it it, I have a sneaking suspicion it'll probably be 55
1: it's a shorty
0: Um, but we hope everyone enjoyed Duck Soup uh, and we will see you next week for adaptation
1: these are the laws of my administration
0: no one's allowed to smoke or tell a dirty joke and whistling is forbidden we're not allowed to tell a dirty joke If chewing gum is chewed, the chewer is pursued, and in the Hooskow hidden, if we choose to chew, we'll be pursued.
1: If any form of pleasure is exhibited, report to me and it will be prohibited.